Did you know that Assassin's Creed Valhalla has gone over $1 billion in sales, making it the most successful game in the franchise so far? You're listening to the Xbox Hub podcast, the official podcast of the XboxHub.com. For the latest Xbox news, reviews, videos, and opinions, make sure you visit the XboxHub.com. But for now, settle down, get comfy, and open your ears for some podcast delights. Hello, welcome to the Xbox Hub official podcast, episode 139. My name's Gareth Bryant, I'm your host, and on my virtual left is Mr. Richard Dobson. How are you doing, Richard? Oh, well, hello. I'm good, thank you. How are you? <laughs> I'm very good. I like to keep you on your toes, do where you're positioned. I certainly do. Yeah. Um, how are you doing, Richard? You okay? Yes, all good, thank you. How are you? I'm good, thank you. Oh, my virtual right is Mr. Darren Edwards. How are you doing, Darren? Hello, Gareth. I'm very well. Yourself? Yeah, I'm good. You were surprised you were going to be there as well, didn't you? you know? I am. Yeah. yeah. I, one week I'm going to be first. I'll have gone yeah. the loo or something. I can. I completely missed the mark, but <laughs> I'll, I'll be ready. I'll be ready. ready. And on my virtual opposite, always ready, is Mr. Paul Renshaw. How you doing, Paul? <laughs> hey, I was born ready, Gareth. Yeah, um, yeah, I'm. I'm doing very well, my friend. I do feel like you know, in the interest of being professional, we should work out where we're sitting before we start recording. That's a good point. But, you know, it, it, you know, it's just a little minor point no for the director there. Yeah, it's very good. But... <laughs> very good. I'll take those notes on board and I'll get back to you. And ignore them completely, yes, I know. We're doing a special. If, we're all, if we sound a bit tired, we're, all, we're recording on a Sunday. For the first time behind the scenes, but we're gonna we're doing a sort of special to cover. This is what it's gonna be about: is the Marvel and Disney showcase and the Ubisoft showcase. So it's a special for this week. Um, I think next week we're gonna do another special for some other ones, but we'll talk about that at the end. Um, so that's what we're gonna be doing. So we're not gonna do what we've been doing this week. We're gonna go straight in. We might get a chance to talk about some of the games we've been playing. We might not. We'll see what time's like. Um, but we're, all, we're ready to go, aren't we, with the, with the exciting news of the Marvel <laughs> and Disney showcase that we saw on Friday night. Um, was it Friday? Might have been, it wasn't it? Yeah, yeah. Uh, yes, it was, yeah. Do you think this was a, now, before we go through what happened and the thing, do you think this is a good showcase, uh, Darren? Uh, well, I, I mean, it's interesting because there's, there's hardly any notes and then there's just rambling paragraphs from me about all the things I didn't like about it. So, no, I'd be honest, I thought it was a mess <laughs> and there wasn't much revealed and it kept clipping and bitting from game to game. I couldn't really keep up with it. It managed to seem to try and pack a lot in, but also not reveal anything at the same time, if that makes sense. Mm. I really struggled with it. I did. Richard? Similar to Darren, yeah, I think there was a lot of stuff people were anticipating being announced um, that was then a no-show, and what was actually announced was probably of no relevance to, to us guys as primarily console gamers, so it was a bit disappointing. Um, what about you, Paul? You feel the same, or you is this going to be oh, a... No, you I, loved I, it. I loved, I loved every second of it. <laughs> um, no, in, in all seriousness. Um, I... My impression of the way it was um, was presented was that it was very much aimed at the sort of YouTube crowd, um, you know, where you have to get somebody's interest within the first sort of three seconds, otherwise they switch away and find somewhere else to watch. 
So it was all very much bang, 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 bang. Here's a thing, here's a thing, here's a thing. And then there was no depth to it. Mm. And the guy who was presenting it, I've never seen anybody so excited about basically nothing in my entire <laughs> life. But, you know, he was uh, a very nice, smiley young man, bless him. Um, ah. But, ah. yeah, other than that, it was just... <sighs> yeah. <laughs> and it, I don't think... I think you're. I think you're all, all, all of you are right, I think, absolutely. I think the problem I have is Marvel and it's Disney. This is, like, huge... Brands in a sense, isn't it? And this is—is this their first showcase for games? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. And they just—it just didn't hit it right. They didn't know what they were doing. I think Paul, that's a really good comment when you went. It's aimed at you. I think they're trying to aim at YouTube. It's like that great meme with Steve Buscemi with the sort of like the cap and the skateboard going. I'm down with you, kids. (laughs) (laughs) Greetings, fellow kids. Yeah, Yeah. I I, I think it—it feels like it's trying to do that, but it's. It doesn't. It's all. It was just all kind of wrong and kind of off. I mean, it sums it up when they the opening was this um, Tron Identity game, which wasn't a, a trailer. I doubt it was a teaser. Maybe it's a teaser. It's like a, it just shows a, a logo, doesn't it, with some neon. And and the presenter, bless him, said, "What a way to start the show." <laughs> <laughs> and you were like, "Really?" Uh, oh, I mean, I, oh, sorry, go on. <laughs> no, I mean, there's two things on that. Is the Tron, <laughs> is the Tron franchise really holding up in 2022? <laughs> That's one thing. But also, there's nothing there. Yeah. It, uh, uh, and it went on I, from there, really, didn't it? But we're it gonna, is. Yeah. Sorry, Dan. You're right, though. Sorry. It, it, I just didn't understand the structure. And the end kind of showreel <laughs> featured games that weren't even in the showcase as well. It's like Wolverine popped up, but there was no details on that. And um, the new project with, is it Captain America and Black Panther from Amy Henning, who works at Naughty, yeah. Dog, uh, Naughty Dog, that didn't even give us a title. It's just a working project. And it was some World War Two streets and a helmet and the reference to, I think it was Drake's Uncharted. And then that was it. Mm. And I was like, I, that's not a reveal. For me, that's a concept. It's like revealing a concept car that's never going to get made and it can go a million miles an hour but it's not road legal. That's just someone's wish, imagination. There's no, that's not a reveal to me. I, it was just, even Avatar popped up from Beyond the Grave and we were talking about that the other week and <laughs> it revealed nothing. No release date. I didn't learn anything new about that. So I just kind of gave up from there on, really. <laughs> but in the, in the, also at the end of the one, it had a sizzle reel, didn't it, of like stuff. And like yeah. you said, it had things. Yeah. But it had like quite a bit of, I think, the new Star Wars Eclipse game by Quantic Dream. It had a kind of like, there was yeah. bits of that in there. And it was like, actually, you just put that in the main show. Because it's more yeah. than Tron Identity, whatever the hell it is. Yeah, it was so strange. But we're going to go through the Marvel and Disney stuff. So we're just going to, we might just skip over stuff. Um, that we've, we, anyone got anything on Tron Identity? Uh, oh, no. What is it? Is it, is it a game? Tron. Is it a film? Is it, we don't know. Is it a bird? Is it identity. a plane? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it was just, clear, yeah. it was a lovely logo. But yeah, yeah, other than that. Um, well, it's coming out in 2023, like the rest of everything else. Um, well, I wish someone would just say 2024. It's going to be 2024. Um, um, that was it. And then I've got Illusion Island. I can't even remember this one. 2023. What was that one? Oh, that was that was the, the sweet one. With, yeah, with that one. It that the looked, far player looking looked, thing. 
yeah. It, it was Twitch only, okay. and I sort of looked at it and went, that looks like something that my son would turn his nose up at. So, yeah. <laughs> like yeah. a 2D platformer type That's thing. That's right, yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, but the, this is an interesting one. Um, Marvel Midnight Sun's got a, a, a little bit more of a trailer, but also it got a release date, which is this year, which is a bit of a surprise, yeah. isn't it? December the 2nd. So this is the... The probably the best kind of reveal for Marvel. What do we? Who's a big Marvel fan? I think Darren and, and Paul. You like these games as well, don't you? And I, I, I'm not so much a Marvel fan. I'm a fan of Firaxis Studios, the ones that are making it because they did the XCOM games. Mm. Um, I was a bit concerned to see that they're going down the old uh, card route. So it looks like it's turning into a game for James, who isn't here today. Um, but, oh, yes, you know, that's right. yeah, because he's the Marvel guy and he's the card game guy. So I guess it's going to be him nailed on for the review. But I'll be interested to see what they do with it. Mm. Um, it I, I do like a turn-based um, sort of strategy game, which is what it's shaping up to be. It's just these cards have thrown me a bit. I'm not too sure about all that. Okay, yeah. And Dan, what about you? Your your Marvel head on? You like the look of this? Um, uh, I, I don't really have an opinion. On it, if I'm being brutal. Good, fair I, enough. It really grab me. Uh, I think, um, yeah. I don't. I don't really. I don't. It doesn't really interest me. If I'm being honest, no. I, I maybe that's that's harsh. And I know they've announced a, like a film project for it. I think on Midnight Suns, but I don't really know the comics or anything, so it doesn't really grab me. If I'm being honest. Richard? Uh, it wouldn't be one that I'm going to rush out and buy, but I'll, I'll wait to see what the reviews are like and uh, maybe and it, maybe see what it's going to be like in an Easter sale or something. But uh, okay. yeah, it's, just in terms of everything else that I, I want to play, that's pretty low down the list, if I'm being honest. I think it's James, isn't it? James with Paul, maybe. Is, yeah, Paul's yeah I think he's already James. put his name down. So. Has he, right? Good. Yeah, yeah. So. yeah. Um, yeah, well, it's coming 2nd of December, which is a shock. I think everyone thought it was going to go to 2023, so that's good for people. Um, yeah, Strike Force, I don't even know what that is, so let's move over. That. <laughs> I don't think that was anything. <laughs> uh, uh, Marvel Snap, little mobile game, oh, card game. Um, okay, but yeah. Paul, here's one for nope. you Aliens, hey. Aliens Dark Descent. Well, regular listeners to the podcast will know that Aliens Fireteam Elite is one of the finest moments in video games. Um, so seeing another game based around my favourite acid-blooded aliens, um, but also turning it into a, like another turn-based um, strategy game, I mean, that has got potential to be very good. I mean, I, I spent my time when I was a kid playing things like uh, Space Hulk from Games Workshop, which was, you know, turn-based, goodies against baddies sort of thing. Um, so, yeah, I'm, I'm very excited about that. We didn't see a huge amount. I mean, surprisingly, given the format of the show. Um, but, yeah, it, um, it certainly piqued my interest, let's put it that way. Um have we heard about this one before? Do we know about this? Did we see that on the previous show? The name seems to ring a bell. Right. I think it was, but I don't know whether the, the genre was announced, maybe, or was it? I, but I think I've heard that, yeah, as Paul says, the, the title's been announced, I think, before. Okay. Um, yeah, well, Paul, when's that coming out, Paul? Do you, did you... Um, sometime in the future. <laughs> good. <laughs> um, good. Right, and let's talk about the two things. I think we briefly mentioned it was the Avatar 
Frontiers of Pandora, which was which is an Ubisoft game. That wasn't in the Ubisoft showcase, which is weird. So I don't know when this is coming out. Maybe 2023, maybe. Um, it's, uh, <laughs> Just say in the future. <laughs> in the future. And there was another one, which was a mobile game called Avatar Reckoning, which looked awful. Um, Avatar Frontiers of Pandora might be good. It's good. You're mucking around in Pandora, aren't you? And that looked quite nice. It's going to look pretty, I think. You Anyone excited about that? Uh, just, yeah, I've just completely forgotten the Avatar franchise exists because it's been 15 yeah. years since that film and I feel like time's moved on. It's a really tricky one, isn't it? Because what they're counting on is that film really hitting yeah. like it did in 2008. And yeah. it, might not, <laughs> it might not have the same feeling. And if it doesn't, these games are a little bit doomed, I think, maybe. Is that fair to say? <laughs> Time has We're moved on. Yeah. I appreciate that. So I think they waited for this new film because of the technology they needed to, to film underwater. But like I say, it's just everything's progressed so much since that first film that I don't don't see it as a, a major release anymore. Mm. Yeah. I'm I'm not excited either. So no. yep. Next. Okay, Avatar Reckoning was a mobile phone. Like I don't know what was going on there. You just with this. that that just looked dreadful. I mean, I was I was somewhat put off by the amount of games, not only in this show but in the other one, that seemed to be coming to mobile. But yeah, I mean, I can't. Well, I think I'm, I, I might bring this up now. This might be a good place to come up to this subject now. I, mean, I think I've said this before, and I'm not being a an old. <laughs> Social, old socialist uh, but these organisations and I think both these um, showcases in different ways show, they are corporations now and I've said this before aren't they they're huge corporations mm. and I, I think I did a, I've done a fact from the beginning of this podcast that I said Assassin's Creed Valhalla has made uh, over a billion dollars in sales you know they're not these little things, are they? <laughs> Just that one game, and it's like, and so instantly when they go into that kind of money universe, don't they? People just go, "We need an Avatar mobile game as well," and I think it happened yeah. more with the with the which is the upsetting thing a little bit about the Ubisoft stuff. It was just like you're right, Paul. It's just mobile, 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 and all their all their games, and it just dilutes it. I think, doesn't it? But I can see where they're doing. It. It's like you're you're going. How how do we get more out of this? How do we get into that market? It's a shame. I, I, yeah, I don't want to speak ill of game development, but I feel like with mobile spin-offs of existing franchises, it almost feels like it's cheaper to make, mm. put it out there as free-to-play, and it's accessible to almost everyone that owns a mobile phone. Mm. And uh, the microtransactions alone will generate more income than perhaps a fully-fledged release could. Yeah, but they're making loads of money so it's a problem with it isn't it they are making ridiculous amounts of money but the moment it goes into these kind of mega corporations of like Ubisoft and stuff they've got to make more because they have more yeah. things to be responsible to to make that more money so they have to do all these other things like any other corporation does isn't it, it just expands out um, and it's a bit sad sometimes it's sadder I think for the smaller kind of in, the smaller companies underneath that tire to get into that and I think both these had that element of like oh dear really where's that kind of there was nothing it didn't feel where's the new stuff 
You know, where's the mm. new stuff getting made? You know, it's uh, yeah. But let's not put it down on it. <laughs> we've, we've got returned the end of end of games as we know it. Yeah. let's not be down. Let's not it. down on it. And um, we've got returned to Monkey Island. Uh, coming very quickly. This I think it's this week, September the nineteenth, maybe next week. Um, on the Switch, um, who's is this a kind of remake of the game, or is it a new chapter of the game? Anyone know? Is it is it set after the second game? Oh, okay. Oh, that's uh, right. Yeah, because it's not counting all the other ones that came after it. Yeah, it's doing like, what yeah. films tend to do yeah. now, just yeah. retconning everything. Yeah. <laughs> Um, anyone excited about Return to Monkey Island? Who's got a Switch? Uh, I've got a Switch. Who in our right? Uh, no yeah. one. <laughs> uh, no. Personally, <laughs> I, I, I quite like the originals. Um, so it's uh, Lucas Arts, isn't it? But yeah, I, I play them on PC and stuff. So at, it, at the right price, I'd check it out. I think. But as as Richard said before. The list is very long of games, and there are quite a few that are higher up than that at the moment, but I'd like to check it out at some point. Yeah. That guy didn't look, um, who did the voiceover for the original one, he didn't look, he must be 50 or 60 when he did the, mm. yeah, he didn't look it. all right. Yeah. Yeah. Um, good. No one's excited about that. I think it will come to console after this. I mean, Xbox. Oh, it's, it's got yeah, coming, yeah, definitely. Yeah. yeah. Um, I've got Speedstorm down. What was that? Was that the... Um, <sighs> Um, oh, that was the Mario Kart record, Mario Kart, yeah. yeah. I mean, uh, Disney I mean, Homage. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I, think, I think for me, this, there was quite a few projects in the showcase that was a bit, here's a universe and here are all Disney characters. So some of the mobile games felt a bit like that, were like Disney Snap as well. It's a card game, we've got all the Disney franchises. It's a racer, we've got all the Disney franchises. I suppose can't really do an FPS with Mickey Mouse and stuff for it. They would have done if they had enough ips to fill it i think so i don't know it'll probably be okay and it'll probably do quite well because it's got lots of characters people want to play as but it's not really it's not really for me no um no it would probably do fine when it like you said because it's got mm-hmm. your playing as captain sparrow and all that stuff um, yeah um yeah um speed storm there we go um and then we had the the sort of like the trailer for the the big uh the Captain America stroke Black Panther crossover period. Mm. We saw a sort of like 1940s World War II Paris, didn't we? And I think yeah. reading a bit about the game, it's going to be sort of like, it's not good. It has a, you, you, you saw like silhouetted Captain America, uh, Black Panther, and two other characters. And it looked, first of all, it looked like, oh, is this a four player um, co op game? But it isn't, apparently. It's a single player. Um, journey by the what's the name of the lady who did Amy Henning Amy Henning yeah so it's her I mean she's great and it's good Mm. to see her doing stuff after she she got I don't know what happened over the last (laughs) Uncharted game something happened Um, and yeah it should be good but there wasn't really anything there was there I mean it did say did it say it was coming in 2023 no no. no, I don't think it said anything. Okay. I don't think we we didn't even get a title. It's just a the pro it's a project at the moment. Yeah, there you go. That's it. I mean, not a lot. I, of think, say. I think that's a while away that one. It, yeah. And that and that makes me feel like, did they really need to announce it now? Mm. They could have waited until they had a bit more to offer, because 
there's enough going on at the moment with games and stuff. I mean, granted, they've all been delayed till next year, but it wouldn't have hurt to wait in my eyes just to offer a little bit more, um, mm. personally. You're so greedy, Darren. Just I know. Thankful, just be thankful you got something, honestly. <laughs> we're trying to, Whatever it was. Know, we're trying to work out what we got. Took time out of his busy schedule to come and show you all these games, and all you can do is complain. <laughs> I don't know what the world's coming to. Oh, I feel chastised now. Sorry. Well, I think you should. <laughs> well, what a way to start the show. What um, a way to kick things off. What a way. Yeah. What a way. Um, and then the last thing we've got on the list is <laughs> World of Heroes is my favourite um, statement when it showed video of these people and it said, this is not game footage. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah. Know, it was, I think it was... Uh, Ryan was sat next to me, and as as I think Richard or you typed it, said, "Well, no, S H I T, it's not," <laughs> and that kind of summed up the whole kind of atmosphere as we watched yeah. it. Yeah, there's a there's a great the great Carl Pilkerton um, had this brilliant thing when they were asking him really early on in thing, "What would you be superhero?" and he'd say, "I would be bullshit man," and they go, "What does he do?" <laughs> he goes into a room and just goes bullshit, and. That, <laughs> <laughs> and and it felt like this Disney the Marvel thing needed that happen a few times. <laughs> what is this? To be called out. Yeah. yeah. Um, what was World of Heroes? Do we know? I can't remember. It's by uh, Niantic, so I imagine it's going to be a similar line to Ingress and Pokemon Go, where I'll have everyone oh, yeah. walking here, there, and everywhere, unlocking <laughs> heroes, unlocking superpowers. Right. And. Uh, but then doing what with them? It just didn't, you know. If if you can sit in the middle of the park and all of a sudden Thor's hammer appears and you can grab it, then brill, I'll I'll be able to sign up for that. But you know, it's mm, not not convinced. I think you need to leave Thor's hammers alone in the park, Paul. Don't don't start grabbing <laughs> well, grabbing you know that. Into a park near yeah. you. Yeah. That, that fella told me it was before, a hammer, anyway. <laughs> 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 Grab my hammer. And something special. Will happen, <laughs> <so>. <laughs> oh dear! Right, good. Uh, that was the marvelous uh, Marvel and Disney. Oi, I'll they've, see what you did there. They've got a lot to. Maybe they just got to look at what they're doing. What that? Hopefully, they have more stuff. To talk about, but yeah, they just need to examine, have a hard look at themselves, <laughs> sit uh, down and think about what they've done. And then we had Ubisoft, which is a bit long. I mean, the, the good news about Marvel is it's twenty-five minutes. Um, the Ubisoft ones is about an hour and a bit. Could have been a bit shorter, but yeah, it was a bit more. It was good, I thought. What do we think? First of all, let's go and Darren. What do we think of the Ubisoft one? What was your thoughts? I, I thought it was good. Um, there were again, there were a few projects that I'm really not interested in. Like whenever I hear Tom Clancy, I just want something to sell. I'm not really bothered about the division. I'm not really bothered about Rainbow Six. But I appreciate they have got mm. massive communities. That you know, there's esports. Rainbow Six is massive as well. So I get all that. They're really successful. Um, but no, I think um, the Assassin's Creed kind of mini showcase within a showcase was one of like the strongest anniversary celebrations i think i've seen for a while like the, the zelda one never really happened and there's rumors there's more projects coming for that like resident evil never really happened like that re verse i think got cancelled or is in limbo or something mm. um so i thought in terms of the roadmap whether they deliver it or not i thought it looked really good so overall i thought pretty good for ubisoft mm, yeah um richard what do you think good good conference no uh, 
Yeah, sim- similar again to Darren. I think the the Assassin's Creed portion to give to give you uh, us the fans. Like I'm not a massive Assassin's Creed fan, but to lay it out over the next mm. five years, almost like an MCU timeline, I think really does drum up a lot of excitement about the future of the the franchise. Um, some of the other stuff I wasn't bo- bothered about. Uh, but we'll go through that as we as we mm. go through it. Some of the stuff got me a bit excited. There was a few omissions, as we discussed in the in the group chat. <laughs> oh that I was yes, more than upset about and and worried for the future of them. But we'll see what happens mm. with them. Paul, good good Hello. conference for you. you, you... Um, yeah, I thought the the presentation of it and the way that they did things was a lot better than the Disney one. Mm. Um, we actually mm. saw some gameplay footage that <laughs> yeah. instead of it just being here's 30 seconds of a game you've never heard of mm. wasn't that great what a way to start the show um, so yeah I thought that was good The like the other guys have said the Assassin's Creed bit the sort of anniversary celebrations that was very interesting I thought um, I was quite interested in the, the they said there's going to be a documentary about it didn't they mm. so I think I'll be looking out for that um and so yeah i mean there was there was a, a few things in there that i just went no and then there was quite a few things that i went oh that looks good and then you know just to top it off there was no beyond good and evil too so it's all gravy well let's let's, <laughs> let, let's chat about the things that i'm missing so let's go to the next before we go into the positive the, the things that i'm missing of course there was no beyond good and evil too it feels like that game's died because it's not coming ever yeah it's and, dead which is mad. And then we have... Is it, is it possible for a game to die twice? Yeah. <laughs> it would appear so. Yeah, yeah. sad concept. There was no Splinter Cell information. There was no, no... and I, I heard rumours, sorry, I heard rumours that Seven exists somehow, whether that's just speculation, I don't know. But... but also, I don't think there was anything, and I think this is, again, there wasn't anything new. Apart from we mentioned one, but we knew about that. We where were the, where's the new stuff? You know, as well as their kind of like their franchise stuff, which they they weren't going. This is a new division, or this is a new, um, um, this is a new I don't know Rainbow Six game. It's like they're not they're not doing. And I think my worry at the moment with with these two, and I don't think anyone else is doing it because we've got loads of new games coming, and new IPs coming in next year. You know, from other stuff. But it's just kind of a weird reliance on on the long DLC route. You know, this game will go on. You need to get this like, this value for money. Of like, we're just going to keep charging you for extra bits on these games, and it will have this lifespan. Me as a gamer, and I think I've had this with Valhalla with Assassin's Creed. It's the longest time a game has you know been given out for two years. We've got one more to come. Is it's just too much in the end. You're like, oh, I'm back in this world again. Here I am again. I'm level eighty-five or something, and I'm going going back. And I, I, that draw of going back—you just want something new after a while. That's what we want. I'm because I don't want to keep going back to the same place. And I think any of these, like the idea of like for me and James, of trying to get—we've both got the Division Two DLC. I think we load it up every now and again. We play the first ten minutes and we go, "Oh, should we just show the game?" Feet? You know, it's just like what are the controls. And we loved our time in Division, but I think it was. Oh, this is familiar. This is we always get lost and remember where we are. But I think, yeah, it worried me with the whole kind of. There was, it was a good. Con- I think absolutely agree with all of you. It's a good conference, and the, and the Assassin's Creed stuff was interesting. Is it's just 
it didn't, there was nothing that grabbed me there. New excitement. I want something new. I want something that's going to either new or just a new version of, of their franchise games, apart from Assassin's Creed. Sorry, I'm not putting it down. I just felt, again, it was a bit like we, it, was, it, it felt like I think Paul mentioned before the mobile phone stuff, which we talk about, it all gets a bit, it all gets a bit like, give me your money. Give me, yeah. <laughs> it's um, almost like they're a massive corporation. It's a massive corporation. They're a billion dollar corporation. Um, let's go through the games and we can have a chat. Well, we did see a lot of gameplay for Mario Rapids. Has anyone mm. played any of these games, the Mario Rapids ones? My boys played them. Oh. And he, he seemed to quite enjoy them. Yeah. Um, whether he's the target audience or not, I think he was sort of 10 years old when it came out. Right. Um, but, yeah, he, he enjoyed it. And I thought, to be honest, it looked quite interesting. Mm. There's, there's a kind of strategy feel to it almost um that that intrigued me i mean and seeing that boss fight with the the big wiggler that was quite exciting <laughs> um so yeah i was um I'm, i was pleasantly surprised by what i saw whether i'll play it or not i don't know but it it did look interesting it did didn't i, I think you're right i think that kind of like it was a good 15 minutes of showing you know that whole section of that fight and what you can do and i thought it did look, you know, for, I, I'm not into those types of games, but it did for, I think, what's it called? It's called Mario Rapids Sparks of Hope. I think, yes. you know, fans of that franchise and that game, and I think there was a bit more, I think it, maybe it was in the last one, but it felt like there was a bit more exploration, wasn't it? Walking around the world. It felt like mm. Mario um, yeah. 64 at one point, didn't it? Yeah, it did look a bit, so yeah. yeah, just like Mario 64, where you're running around yeah. as a team and stuff. Yeah. So. But um, I mean, there was that, and then there was the the sort of like I said, the tactical bit where you could equip different these different sparks to use different attacks and stuff. Mm. I just thought it looked like an interesting concept. Yeah, yeah. Um, Richard, do you like this? I really would like this game, and I think it looked brilliant. But the thing I can't get on board with is the rabbits themselves because they just remind me of the minions and I can't abide <laughs> them. Do. <laughs> I want nothing to do with either of them. If it was just like a Mario <laughs> tactical RPG, I, it'd be a day one purchase, but I just can't get on board with them. Oh, how can you not like the minions? The minions are the best. Because I'm not a big man-child. <laughs> oh. <laughs> I'm sorry, I've met you. That's a complete lie. <laughs> we just found out the podcast. Uh, here, we are, here we are on a podcast talking about video games, but I'm not a man-child. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> um, Darren, are you excited by Mario Rapids? Uh, just to rally to Richard's defence, I don't mind the minions, but I don't see the fuss over them. I, I don't, I don't, again, I don't mind the rabbits. I remember they were created in the mid-noughties when Ubisoft teams up with the Nintendo on the Nintendo Wii and they had a few games come out so it's nice to see Nintendo trusting another publisher with and developer with their um, characters and they're surprisingly in-depth like these Mm. these type of games because I remember Nintendo there is a Mario RPG series um, and there's like Super Paper Mario for the Wii and I think Paper Mario Snares, Legend of Seven Stars, might be conflating two games there. But um, they are capable of making these kind of tactical games games that are deeper than they look on the surface. So Ryan had the first one, 
for Switch, and he really enjoyed it. So it might be something that we we check out. Yeah. Okay, yeah, that's good. Positive. That's what we like. Um, there's yeah. there's DLC with Rayman. Would your boy know who Rayman is, Paul? Oh yeah, he's played. All oh, the right, good. There you go. Fine. Good. Um, yeah, Rayman's coming to yeah, looks good. So it's coming to Switch, which we won't be able to play. Will we on us Xboxes? But well, yeah. Well, we we me well, you, us, us you two will be able to. Yeah, yeah, I won't be that. I'm not going to be that upset by that. Um, next one, Skull and Bones. We had a bit more information. Oh, I uh, was weeping for James. Yeah, <laughs> James has been championing this game for the last three, four years. Um, <laughs> and I, I think I texted you guys. He said, I, I think I'm warming to this a little bit. Mm. Um, yeah, it's got uh, crossplay. We saw a little bit more of the kind of exploration. Stuff. I mean, it is Sea of Thieves in a different suit. It, it looks yeah. a bit more serious, though, doesn't it? It's not as cartoony. Yeah, mm. yeah. Yep. Um, so yeah, I mean, I'd, I'd never seen any footage of it. I mean, I was never really interested in it. I just used to like taking the Mickey out of James about it. But now that I've seen what they're planning to do with it, I've got to say. My interest has increased from none to about thirty percent, maybe. <laughs> so there you oh, go. It'll be game of the year. In a few I'll, I'll, it will way. be. Yeah, you wait till it comes out. And really, well, hey, I told you it was going to be great all the way through. I said. <laughs> the only thing I've got against it is a little bit is because I, it's the same. It had the same systems it was built from the same systems of Assassin's Creed, the ship battles that you had there. Oh. And um, they were always a bit sorry in Assassin's Creed. I'm like, oh, I've just got to get through this <laughs> so I can get <laughs> off the ship. Um, so I worried that I, I would. In, they were, weren't they the most popular bits? In, like, no, they were very popular, Black yeah. Black Flag, yeah, that's right. But you were exploring and stuff as well. I think it was, it was, it was good. It was good. It just was a bit after a while. I was like, oh, God, I just want to get off. Um, but this could be fun. But is it still $70? Seventy pounds? Why am I saying dollars? Seventy quid? Were you spending? Just... <laughs> were you spending seventy quid I, I on this? I don't know. No, you don't know. Oh, I don't know. It's a if lot it of is, then it won't stay like that for long. No, it won't stay that for long. I can't imagine it being. It's coming out when God of War's coming out as well. It's around about that time. Oh, it's around right, yeah. um, I'm playing God of War. Thought I'd give that a go for half an hour to get myself in it. Jesus, that game is amazing. And I'm back in. I'm back in. Um, right, this we're going to move through. Re- Riders Republic. Um, who did this? Richard did this, didn't he? Yeah. And when I saw this trailer, I was like, weren't BMXs already in it? Because, yeah, I reviewed it and I could have sworn they were in there already. <laughs> but apparently not. Uh, apparently they come into it next week <laughs> for the. And a brand new add-on, but yeah, it was it was news to me. In the trailer, there was this bit when the BMX went over a thing, and they had some crates, and, the, and on the text on the screen went, "What? What did that mean?" It's just an exclamation of who put those crates there. Oh, that's, that's what it was. That's all it was. <laughs> was it that bit, or was it when they were riding along the uh, the side like this? <laughs> Oh yeah, that was quite good as well. Yeah, it did. It was all of them. Yeah, I mean, this game's—you gave it a nice review, didn't you, Richard? I remember you get you get four. I I did enjoy it. Yeah, there's, there's, it was very much in the same mould as Steep, but Mm. with additional extreme sports added in. Um, And yeah, it's it's a fun game. It's a bit um, down with the kids, Mm. if that makes sense. 
Um, I felt old playing it, put it that way. Yeah. Uh, Imagine me playing. But yeah, it's, <laughs> it's good fun. Um, the fact that BMXs weren't in there originally shocked me. Um, but I might I might jump back in, see what it's like. Yeah, good. Richard, we'll, hopefully you, you might be reviewing it. <laughs> Paul's <laughs> As long as I don't have to do it. Yeah, for me. Uh, good. But it does look good. I, I'm kind of intrigued to have a go. I like that idea of those big races. Um, I could just imagine you throwing your hip out just playing it. I know. So. Yeah. <laughs> um, we just do a quick division thing. So we had some Division 2, long-term future. <laughs> Jesus, season 10 and 11. Um, now, as I said before, me and James, we love the Division 2. We love the Division. We've had a great time playing it. But God, yeah, it's still going on. Just do another game. Um, but they're still yeah. carrying on with it. Um, I don't know what they're doing. There's, there's stuff going on there I don't understand. Um, and then there's... Uh, you. I know none of you played the Divisions. I'm skipping through here. No, I've played the Divisions. Oh, you? Yeah, I love the Divisions. Oh, there we go. I sorry, have, I'm sorry. I had literally no idea it was still going. All right. It yeah. must oh, be yeah. must yeah. three years since I've turned it on. Right. The plan but, of the year five, yeah. they said. I know, it's yeah. amazing. Um, yeah. But then again, you know, they were saying, Gareth was saying about his new game. Obviously, you just need to uh, get your mobile sorted because the... There was another Division 1 coming to the mobile, was there not? There's a Division Heartland, which is coming to consoles, but it's a free-to-play multiplayer, which is set in this little middle of America oh, yeah. town. Oh, yeah, that looked dreadful. I'm quite looking forward to that one. Oh, tell, Richard, come on, tell us why. Oh, come on, come on, Richard. Just, just because I was, I I'm a big fan of the Division. Mm. Um, I think the, the gunplay is excellent. Um, I was secretly hoping for a Division 3 as opposed oh, to yeah. an extra yeah. year of Division 2, if anything. But we knew that Heartland was coming. Um, and yeah, I think a new a new setting, but with the the Division bump lumped into that, I think it's going to be a good thing. I'm not sure how long I would spend in it being free to play and, and how rubbish I would be in it. But yeah, I'll, I'm oh, definitely going to give it a go. Good. There you go. Um, and there's another one on mobile, which is a, the Dark Zones coming to mobile. God, the Dark Zone was such a great idea, wasn't it? Yeah. Oh, and such a, I just remember how tense it was. It was so good, such good fun. Um, good. The vision goes on and on forever. Um, <laughs> another one I see is going on. Rainbow Six is coming to mobile. Uh, oh, I've nothing to say about that. It's <laughs> People love Rainbow <laughs> Six. I'm not a big fan. Um, it was a big I, I fan. Just don't, it, no, I, nobody with any sort of sense. Um, the it's just so serious and so po-faced, though. Will it work on a mobile? Do you think? Which was that uh, Rainbow Six game that came out this year? Oh, it was the Aliens one, wasn't it? Was yeah. Extraction, was oh. it? Which was really good. Mm. But that's the well, first. Were we playing a different game? <laughs> well, it, had, it was better than it. It was better than everyone was anticipating. Dysentery is uh, better than the first game. <laughs> me and you, me and you played it, Paul. Uh, You've seen it quite I, I know. It. I, well, uh, that was just because I was playing with you, Richard. Uh, oh, was, hello. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I um, reviewed Siege for the XS optimized one, and I agree with Paul. It's too too serious and stuffy for me, but it's it's a big deal on the world stage because all I see is esports, Rainbow yeah. Six esports. That's massive. Yeah. Yeah. Like people are earning thousands playing it yeah. on the world stage as well. Yeah, yeah. Easy. Amazing. Well, good luck with that. 
Um, <laughs> Ubis, Netflix have got a deal this is really against corporation they've got a deal they've got some games coming out and then we won't, we'll talk about the live action series a bit later on um, they've got Valiant Hearts 2 Mighty Fox um, and Champion for Spencer Sale and they never said it so oh, yeah, no, nothing no um, Mythic Quest is coming which is Ubisoft software it's, uh, I'm just going to quickly say if no one's seen Mythic Quest it's on Apple TV it's really good <laughs> It's really good, it, but it doesn't ever look good when they do a trailer. But honestly, it's really, really good. Um, I watched two seasons of it. It's when you get past the first episode, you really get into it. It's, it's funny, but some brilliant kind of like beautifully done dramas in it as well. So yeah, um, give Mythic Quest a good. The trailer never does it any favors at all. Really do you good. think it will come to a popular streaming platform, or is it um, going to stay with just that one with you and your mates? Just me and my mates, oh, I think. Oh, Ryan's got it, so I can watch oh, it. Oh, watch it, watch like it. it. Yeah, really I, watch I like it. the lead fella from It's Always Sunny as well, yeah. so I, I think I like the humour. Yeah, give it a go. I think you'll like it a lot. It's some beautiful, and I want to talk to you when you watch it. About yeah. Okay, good. Um, Trackmania, Richard, talk to me about Trackmania. You like the look of this, do you? Yeah, um, I played Trackmania Turbo when that came to Xbox One a few years ago and absolutely loved it. So when this follow-up got announced that it was going to be PC only, I was a bit upset. But uh, they announced that it's coming to consoles early next year. And um, if you've never played a Trackmania game before, it's unlike any other race you've played. It's not necessarily about racing. It's more time trials in these progressively wackier arenas. But uh, it's just how repetitive it can be. And, and you, you play in the same tracks over and over again, literally to shave off milliseconds. And it's very, very addictive. And um, yeah, being able to jump into a new one on consoles has got me quite excited. Oh, good. Anyone else excited by Trackmania? I enjoyed Trackmania Turbo. Um, I, I, I don't know if I'm excited about this. I mean, Trackmania Turbo was okay, but it wasn't like the game changer for me, but it'll be worth a try, certainly, because, you know, any racing game is a good game. Mm. So, it look, I like it the look try. of it. Is that how it looks? The, the, that trailer? I like the sort of yeah. futuristic yeah. filter. Yeah. 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 It's stupidly fast as well. It's yeah. just and it's going to be free to play as well. Okay. Okay. Um, Definitely worth a look. Okay, good. Um, Rocksmith. Worth the price of admission. Rocksmith Plus. Um, here you go. It's uh it's a subscription to get all the all the tunes. Yeah. Yeah, which is a I saw that. Yeah. Yeah. Um I don't think so. Yeah, no. Um Just Dance is still going. Uh, I still, I still think we should get you to review one of these games, Gareth. Like a video review. Mate. It's always Gemma. That would be awesome. Oh. Let's play just dance. Yeah, um, I think here's Gareth. I think some shapes. It's, 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 all, it's all online this year, and you get points. I don't know. I can't. I lost interest at that point. Um, <laughs> there's no, there's no pandas dancing around in front of an audience. That no, feels like great crazy. days of video yeah. gaming gone by, doesn't it? No. Yeah. Um, the uh, the one that made me smile was you know when they were showing the the party play and it had the screens of all the people doing the dancing. Yeah, the guy that was in the bottom right was proper going for it. He was really, <laughs> you know, he thought this is my moment. This is when I'm going to make it big, and he was 
dancing his little heart out, bless him, and he didn't win. And I've never seen anybody oh. look so disappointed. <laughs> if they had someone on there in that corner smoking a cigarette and with a bottle of wine, absolutely off the head, dancing, <laughs> I, I, I'd buy the game. That would have done it for me. Because generally, that's what you're going to get. People at two o'clock in the morning going, let's put Just Dance on, coming back from the pub. Um, right, let's talk about the last 10 to 15 minutes. Of the, now, Assassin's Creed, they did a big sort of showcase, which I think one of you talked about earlier on. They, mm-hmm. they gave a bit of time and some announcements. Um, you know, as I said before in the thing, I'm a massive Assassin's Creed fan from the beginning. Um, it's bored me, though. <laughs> no, it didn't bore me. Not the announcements, just the, the setup bored me. The, it, it was good. It was, a, it, was, it was a bit scripted. It was just got, got a bit like... Oh God! Anyway, it but, was nice to see what Danny Wallace had been up to. Yeah, for the last ten years. Yeah, 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 exactly. No, it was good. It was really good. Uh, but who's Assassin's Creed fans? I've forgotten. Richard's played it. I remember. Richard, I've dabbled. Yeah, yeah. Uh, Paul, can't remember you. Paul. Um, it's it's one of my sort of gaming secrets that I have never finished an Assassin's Creed game. Okay, and Darren? Or, or a Bioshock game. Oh, oh that's oh, worse. Yeah, that uh, is worse. That's much worse. Um, I, uh, <laughs> go sit in the corner, Paul. <laughs> I, uh, <laughs> that's it, you're barred, get out. <laughs> I reviewed the remaster of the third one for the site, but that's the only one I played. So okay. I'm not a massive Assassin's Creed fan, but this got me more interested in it, especially Codename Red, which I'm sure we'll speak about. Yeah, I think we do it, we talk about I mean, at the end, they had all the announcements, but they sort of like set out, which I think one of you said at the beginning, which was really nice, is like they set out their sort of plan for the next maybe two years or more. And they said this is what's coming out. And I think if we just do that maybe in order, and then we can chat about anything in between. So we're going to get this year um, Assassin's Creed, the last chapter, the AC, Assassin's oh. Creed Valhalla DLC. <laughs> the last, I think it's the next year. Free to play, I think, so as well. Um, yeah. And, yeah, I mean, yeah, it's just it's hard. It's a beautiful game. It's great. Fantastic. But, God, I've had enough of it. Um, and, yeah, so that's coming there. So that's going to happen in 2022. But then in 2023, they had a big announcement for their, um, their sort of new game, Assassin's Creed Mirage. Mirage. And this is set in Baghdad, it's coming out in 2023. Probably, I reckon, I guess it might be the autumn for 2023, maybe October, November time. Um, yeah, they usually launch yeah. around that time. And it's set in Baghdad. And I think I've kind of read a bit more about this afterwards. I think we saw a little kind of like trailer, didn't we? Not gameplay trailer, like a CGI trailer. Um, it's set in Baghdad, and I think it's going to kind of go back. It's, it's one of the guys from Valhalla. He's sort of like younger, 20 years Bazan, Bazan, I don't want to say anything else. And then it goes, it's him, sort of his early days, him becoming assassins. But I think the idea behind this, it's a much more shorter experience rather than the Valhalla and the most recent RPG ones, which have been like 85 to hundreds of hours of gameplay. This is much more like the first or second one, maybe. Definitely the first one, but it's a 15 to 20 hour story. Mm. And it's much more on the old that traditions of the first one, which is kind of more stealth, more you're doing assassinations, you're climbing up buildings, you're rather than this new build, you're leveling up basically, and you're um, it's like an RPG, uh, which would be good, which would be interesting. 
Um, it, it feels. I think the. I think this came as a as a stopping point. I think they were going to do this as Valhalla DLC first of all. That's what I heard. Yeah. yeah, and they sort of went, "Oh, let's just develop it a bit more." And yeah, it'd be great to kind of go to back to back to kind of the Middle Eastern area and Baghdad in that time. It'd be great. Um, it does feel like a bit of a stopgap, but that's just that's just me. But do you like anyone like the look of this? I'd like the I look do. of it. Yeah, yeah. Hmm. I, I like the idea that it's a more condensed narrative-driven, like rather than the thought of going into a big open world again. Mm. Um, you know, you can sit down and see the story through from start to finish and maybe two or three sittings if you've got, you know, a few evenings. Mm. So that appeals to me as yeah. a kind of an entry point. Yeah. Um, yeah, I think it's a really smart idea to do it that way. And then you can almost have, so when we discuss Red, that's going to be your big, your next big open world Assassin's Creed. Mm. It's almost like you can have these two sub-genres running, running alongside each other to, to appeal to, old school fans and newer fans that have jumped on with with origins what's really interesting what they said is you know how in the games you have the the meta stuff which is the um uh, it's all about in the, it's set now and it's about all set slightly in the future and it had desmond in the first three which was in the in the future and about him going into the animus and then becoming mm-hmm. anything mm-hmm. and in the most recent ones you've got this lady i forgot her name she's sort of like going into and trying to find so you've got that other meta future world i think going forward they're taking that out completely and putting that into which we'll talk about in the assassin's creed infinity all that meta stuff so you won't and i think what they wanted to do because it's kind of like the longevity of the sort of like narrative arc of the assassin's creed they're saying if people just want to come in if they want to get new audiences in they're going to feel like what's going on What's all this? Yeah. So they just want to kind of get into, let's just tell a story about this guy in Baghdad on its own. And the same with, I think, the next one, which we'll talk about in a minute. They're going to do that and get rid of the other stuff. Um, which I don't, I don't feel bad about. I like, I kind of like the future stuff. I think they, in, in the most recent ones, they've kind of, it's faded really into the background. It's something, every now and again, after playing for 40 hours, they go, someone pops out and they go, oh my God, I forgot about this. We're in, we're playing. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. uh, especially if you're just doing your own thing for hours. And it's like, yeah, they, but right in the first three Assassin's Creed games, it was very much you were flipping backwards and forwards and you were, you were playing yeah. in the future and stuff. So yeah, it's, it's pretty a good move. Should we talk about the next one? Mm, yes, yeah, please. Um, so the next one, which looks like it's going to come out in, in, Oh God knows, twenty twenty four. Whenever that's going to be, this next one's going to be. It's um, and it's made by the the team who did uh, Odyssey. It's Assassin's Creed Codename Ra- Code Red, and is set in feudal Japan. Yay! Um, who's, who's who likes the idea of this? Because they've been calling out for this for ages, haven't they? To be set in Japan. Yeah, yeah. yeah this has been like the, the fan favorite setting, hasn't it? Yeah. yeah, I think I even said it on the podcast not so long ago mm. that you know you were saying when would you like to see the next Assassin's Creed, and I think I said in Japan. Yeah. So yeah, it's it looks well. You didn't see very much. No. Um, you saw a sort of ninja almost, um, and yeah, I think that an Assassin's Creed, a sort of a match made in heaven, it's going to be quite good. I would have thought. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Um. Yeah, I think it's good. Yeah, I, th- I think that's fine. I always hate the. Sometimes I hate everyone going. This is what the fans want. Let's give them what the fans want. 
sometimes it never goes down very well. But yeah, I think it's really good. They, they do it very well. They do those kind of worlds very well. Um, and then the other one they had, which is which is going back to their idea of you know flipping between these sort of like shorter stories. Maybe we don't know it. So is codename Hexa. Have I said that right? Hexy. Hexy. Hexay. Hexay. I think And that's coming in pretty in that timeline as well, isn't it? It's in the mm. future timeline. Um, we don't know anything about this. Yet, and we, we can maybe guess it's something to do with witches. <laughs> Looks like a bit of the Blair Witch Project, yeah. doesn't it? Yeah. It did look like there was a bit of a pentagram around the symbol, didn't it? About yeah. the sort of logo of it. But yeah, I mean, you know, hex you think witches. So yeah, potentially. Imagine that Assassin's Creed with witch powers. That'd be awesome. Flying they, around on broomsticks, stabbing people. They've sort of been they've sort of been doing this a little bit in the in the RPG ones, in the Valhalla and Oranges and especially in Valhalla, you're sort of like fighting supernatural creatures quite a lot. Mm. Um Yeah. And I Odyssey. Remember them dabbling a bit with like uh the 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 history of those cultures. Mm. Um, so be int- maybe interesting to see what time zone this is. Yeah. Then I think once you know that, you can start to start to elaborate a little bit more on exactly what it is. But mm. you've got to be given that it's away. But it's a good teaser. Yeah. You've got to think Salem witch trials kind of mm. time. It's a good shout. Mm. It's a very yeah. good shout. Yeah. Oh, but, that's exactly yeah. yeah. Good. And the other one was a mobile Assassin's Creed a mobile in China called Codane Jade, and I mean it looked fine. It looked fine. You can climb the, the Great Chinese Wall. Um, great Wall of China. Great Chinese Wall. The great wall of... <laughs> yeah, the Great Chinese Wall and the Great Wall of China are different things, mate. Yeah. <laughs> um, yeah, I'm not going to play this on my mobile. How much I love Assassin's Creed. Is that because you've still got a Nokia 3310? <laughs> no. <laughs> I don't play anything on my mobile. I, mean, I hate playing on my mobile. Well, it's, it's interesting, though, because I was thinking this last night, but when they say mobile, I suppose that technically includes tablets as well, doesn't it? Mm. Yeah. So, like, don't get me wrong, I'm not I'm not a mobile gamer. If I want to play it, I'll play it on a big telly. But I always think, well, do you want Assassin's Creed on your mobile? Like, how do you even control it? But then I guess... If people have got iPads and tablets and stuff that they use for work and all that palaver, then maybe there's more of a market there than than I think there is potentially. But it's so weird, isn't it? Because like you're playing now on your mobile, your Xbox games, aren't you, through the cloud? I'm not, yeah. doing it, but everyone else is doing it. So no, I'm not either. So it's <laughs> it, that's what you're. That's what people would use their mobiles. For. I don't know. It just makes you like buying a mobile game specifically. I don't know. I don't know. Because I always thought mobile games, you know, oh, it's a little puzzle game, a bit of a time mm. killer on the train. Yeah. I would never open up a hundred hour sprawling action adventure game and go, oh, I'll just do a few quests. And I couldn't do it. It's just yeah. not for me. I couldn't concentrate. Yeah. I feel like I was, you know, almost dumbing down the resolution of the experience. Yeah. Yeah. With every, every time I've played cloud gaming or, or any real open world game on my mobile. Mm. It's always been with a controller. I just couldn't do it with touchscreen controllers. No, no. Um, yeah. So then I'm like, well, just, just put it on consoles. Where, where, do, you, yeah. where, where do you go? It's funny you yeah, exactly. that, though. Um, the touch controls that they've put into some of these games actually work really well. I was playing, um, what was I playing? Power Wash Simulator through X, <laughs> on xCloud. I, just on my phone, because I thought, I've got a few minutes to kill. I'll give it a try. And the touch controls were really good. 
So, but that makes sense, Paul. That that game makes sense on the phone. Yeah, when you said that straight away, I thought, yeah, that's a perfect. Thing. And like you said, it, I spent a couple of minutes on it or a bit. It just has a little chapter. That's completely. That's mobile gaming to me. Oh, but... Hello. Oh, hello. Oh, are, you, are you there? You, you disappeared, Gareth. Did I disappear? Oh, God. You disappeared. Oh, I like that. Let's see if I can... Well, maybe it's only me being here in the edit. We'll find out later on, but I'll repeat it again. It's... Um, okay. If it, you said it right. With Power with power Simulator, you play it for a few minutes. It's perfect, isn't it? And have, that makes sense. Yeah, yeah. It, it, yeah. But, it works really well. That was the thing I was impressed with. But actually, on an Assassin's Creed game, when you're sort of travelling quite a lot and doing that for, you know... It's it's a it's a bit more of a harder harder well, sell yeah. to me. Well, we'll see, mm-hmm. we'll see. Um, the last they thing... haven't invented power watches either. So <laughs> no, they hadn't. Um, <laughs> the other thing was which is, everyone thought about was going to be the big new kind of game, Assassin's Creed Affinity, and I think we don't know much about it. But I think the idea is maybe that it's a it's a hub for um, yeah mm. Assassin's Creed. We can access the other games possibly, but also it's, they want to get back their multiplayer. Aspects which they've had in a few games like Assassin's Creed 2 had a multiplayer aspect which is quite good fun and I really enjoyed that. I think 3 had it as well. Unity had um, co op missions online, which is great. Um, me and James played those together. You had a little kind of multiplayer where four of you could go off and you know do little separate Assassin's Creed. So they were good at multiplayer. And it was it was a really I thought it was a really interesting new way. I think there was in Assassin's Creed Two you were sort of like in a place and you'd have to you'd have eight people in there all trying to kill each other, but you had to do it really subtly. You had to kind of wait in places. You know, it was it was really good. So maybe it's that we don't know, do we? Any ideas, you guys? We think it might. Why does it always have to be PvP? Why can't you have a co-op experience? That's what Mm. I think would be great. Well, I think the can you imagine Unity was playing with your mates and you've got a target and somebody can go off and distract the guards while the other guy sneaks in the back and stabs the guy. That's what Unity was. So they did that in Unity only once. Yeah, and they had it as a co-op. Yeah, and that was it. Was really good, and they never did it again. So maybe this is it. Maybe. 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 We'll, be, we'll wait and see. Well, that's um, that's the Assassin's Creed stuff. What have I missed out? Anything else? Oh, the TV mm-hmm. series. There's a yeah, live- oh, yeah, 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 yeah. Oh, oh, we can't not mention that. Yeah, the live-action TV series, Assassin's Creed. Who's well, going to... Yeah. After the triumph of Resident Evil, <laughs> I've got very good for this. <laughs> oh, you've... you've, you've Resident Evil was brilliant. Uh, I, I don't care what you guys say. You just didn't get it. Uh, but anyway... Um, yeah, I think it's got a lot of potential, mm. you know, with the sort of historical elements that have always been built into the games. I think there's a lot of potential here to make something mm. quite good. Um, but, I, I, think, know, I, I think the most interesting what, what thing... I, I, sorry, Paul, go and say that again. No, no, it's fine. I was just going to say, what do I know? <laughs> no, you do. You do. I think it's really good. I think, it's, I think the idea of... I think you need more of the modern world, mixing the modern and the history stuff. Yeah. That storyline is the interesting bit as well. I think you'd have it set in the, in the modern times, but each episode would be like Quantum Leap, where it just <laughs> leaps into a, uh, a different assassin from across mm. the time period. I almost have a self-contained story that way. That's nice. I didn't think you were that old. That's good. I like that. Sorry. <laughs> yeah. Quantum Leap. Quantum, Quantum Leap's got a reboot. It's coming out no. now. Yeah, yeah. The reboot. No. It's literally coming out in America at the moment. Yeah. 
How can yeah. you reboot something as cheesy as that? <laughs> They'll find a way, Paul. Oh, Everything gets remade God. these days. Yeah. Everything. Yeah. Um, good. Wait that... for that Resident Evil TV. Series. I'm waiting. I'm waiting <laughs> for Resident Evil second series. Don't yeah. don't spoil it for me. Yeah. Um, <laughs> that's it. That's our Ubisoft and our thing. We've done an hour. This is good. Well done, you guys. Um, yeah, it's good. This is some exciting stuff. I mean. 2023 is busy, 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 as we've said before. Um, now, what are we looking forward to next week? Paul. Hello. Um, well, I am very excited to see that the Big Tasty is back at McDonald's. Um, <laughs> other burger chains are available. Because, oh, I mean, I know you were all. I know you were. You know that uh, I'm. I'm a big fan of American culture in general. So, uh, yeah, um, there's that. But then, other than that, it's, it's just it's just work, work, work. I'm afraid. Good. So. Right, uh, Richard. What about you? Uh, it's Tokyo Games Show next week. Um, so there's going to be a Square Enix presentation, which I'm excited about. There's going to be an RGG studio presentation and they're going to hopefully reveal Yakuza 8 and some other stuff. Uh, Rumoured PlayStation and Nintendo Switch during next week as well, so there could be a lot to chat about. Yeah. Ooh. Um, Dan? Yeah, similar to, similar to Richard. It could be really exciting. Tokyo Game Show with rumoured announcements on the horizon. Um, but otherwise, just, just work in between that for me, really. Any carveries? Any, any... No, no carveries. <laughs> oh. I am tempted to make it like a weekly a weekly occurrence, but um, I don't know if that will be going too far. <laughs> I'm, I'm mulling it over. I'll good. let you know. Good, thank you. You can have yeah. too much of a good thing. Yeah. You can, but it is so good. So. That's good. Um, <laughs> as, as Richard said, we're going to cover the Tokyo Game Show um, for next time and the Square Enix and the PlayStation Nintendo. So... Um, if we need to get hold of you, where can we find you, uh, Richard? I'm on Twitter and Instagram, and my handle is at Dubbo1912. And Paul, where can we find you? Um, I am on the Twitter, and my handle is at Xbox Hub Paul. And Darren, I can do. I'm also on Twitter, and my handle is at 27Darren. All handles, all three of you, aren't you? And I can. Handles and proud, mate. <laughs> I can uh, leave Thor's hammer alone in the park. Okay? <laughs> and you can find me on TV Friday, Twitter, Twitter. For now, we'll see you next time. Bye-bye. Goodbye. Bye-bye. You've been listening to the official podcast of the XboxHub.com. You'll be able to find all the notes of this show at www.thexboxhub.com slash podcast. You can also check out our social feeds on Instagram and Twitter at the Xbox Hub and search for the Xbox Hub on Facebook.